it's really seeing what you got in front of you. And that was my aha moment is we have everything we need. It's about putting a new lens on it. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Welcome everyone to Brilliant Misfits. I'm your host, Aisha Kennedy. I'm thrilled to be here once again with another guest that is going to just blow our minds. I just think these women who come on from their misfit paths and have found their path, their light, and are sharing the most incredible gifts in the world that is really changing the landscape. And before I introduce my guest today, just want to remind you that you can join my Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. It's a closed private group for women only, and we share and support each other to expanding our creative potential and possibilities. So today's guest, her name is Maria Davis. She's a medical intuitive, a spiritual mentor to conscious and evolving women seeking the depths of divine truth in the body mind, and soul. Maria teaches and guides her clients to a place of stability, peace, and balance. She teaches how to access intuition and all about unique energy pathways. Her approach is simple, practical, and down-to-earth. And after 30-plus years of teaching, she has some pretty inspirational stories to tell. Maria is the Divine Mother Earth Energy and gives the biggest, most loving, connected connected hugs. Welcome, Maria. Thank you for being here. thank you. (laughs) I love that introduction. And unfortunately, I'm not here in person with you. So I'll have to have one of those virtual loving, connected hugs from you today. (laughs) It's on its way. Can you feel it? I do. I do indeed. I can feel it. It's warm. It's like a warm blanket of love. Thank you, Aisha. (laughs) So I'm going to dive right in with you. I want to explore a couple of things. Um, Um, Maybe just talk about what you're doing today, your work that you're doing today, and especially around um, helping women with their intuition and getting a little more connected to their intuition, and also your work as a medical intuitive and what that looks like. Yeah, yes, I'd love to. Well, intuition to me means tutoring from the inside. And when I first heard that, it's that tuition from the inside. So where am I getting the intuition from? Where am I getting the tutoring from? It's the soul. And each of us have a unique path, a unique access point, a unique way of accessing our intuition. And I'm teaching it in our workshops now and really immersing ourselves in the spirituality of being a human being with all this access to spirit and soul. And how do we 
divinely connect with those. So I've had clients that have connected on um, in various ways. So I really see that we all have a unique path and it's the unique path of trust and it's the unique path of trusting those whispers, trusting those messages that we're receiving. It could be universal messages. We could be seeing them outside of us. We could be hearing them from spirit. We could be having our angel guides. So I teach a whole lot of matrixed approach to your unique path. And then once you've accessed that, it's repetition. It's like a muscle. We, we, we need to flex it. We need to practice it. Practice makes perfect. Mm. So I like that analogy of like, you know, flexing a muscle or working a muscle and making it stronger. How would someone start to, you know, what would be a practice to start with? Something simple that someone could do. I um, ask a question, what do you need? I do a spiritual practice, a new moon ritual. So I work with the moon cycle. So it's a new moon and a full moon ritual, really simple every fortnight. New moon intentions. I just sit there and I say, what, what do I need? What do I need to access? What is my intention for this month? And I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's always in present as if it's always happened. And over time you go, and then you start to notice, once you set the intention, because I think this divine path is intentional, once we have it in our consciousness, we will see it everywhere. <laughs> like the this angel numbers or um, on, um, you know, that reticular activating system will start to notice and you'll be manifesting it. So, um, so it, you'll start to notice numbers triple one or four ones, you'll start to notice like duplicate numbers, triple two, triple three, triple four, or you might start to notice um, the registration plates will be actually be telling you something or you might, something will come into your consciousness and you'll go, oh, wow, I set that intention. Oh, wow, the universe is delivering it. Oh, wow, I am really a, a manifester. I do Mm. I, I call myself a maverick manifestor's manifester. <laughs> and um, because we're maverick, we don't really know how it's going to come to us, but we trust that we can divinely be guided and hear those or see those messages. That's the other thing. Do you hear? Do you see? Do you sense? My first inkling was sensing. So I'm an empath. So I used to sense everyone's pain and get overwhelmed. And and um, that's how I started on this journey. It's like, does everyone do that? No, not everyone do does that. You've got a special gift. Is this special? Yep, it sure is. So now I teach that. Oh, that's lovely. I think that's a really important um, message, especially maybe some of the listeners are in that sort of state of overwhelm where they're very sensitive, they pick up a lot of things, and they don't actually know what that's about. They haven't actually really twigged onto that. It's a, it's a gift that they can use and that they can use it in a way that is going to bring them more happiness rather than suffering. Yeah, because we're um, the idea of being addicted to suffering is this human path we're on. It's like, am I addicted? Is is that true? Oh my goodness, I am. Let's see. Let's see where the light shines. Let's see the other side of that. So for me, it was 
oh my God, do I need to do this? Do I? And then I started to question, do I need to do this? No, I'm empowered. I have choices. Oh my goodness. It makes me a brilliant medical intuitive because I can sense, I can hear, I can smell, I can taste, I can see. And I developed all these innate abilities with repetition, with trust, with evolution. Hmm. So let's backtrack. Did you always have, well, I mean, I'm sure you always had this gift, but when you were young growing up, how did that look like being, having those sorts of gifts and being really sensitive and taking on people's um, energies and feelings and emotions and pain and all of that? Like, what was that like growing up? Uh, I was a crybaby. I'll watch Maria. She's going to cry any minute. Oh my God, there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> That was me. If I saw anyone cry, I would just cry. Um, or it, whether it be TV in real person, anyone that was angry, I would be angry. I didn't realize that I was so such a sponge. Um, anyone, and I'd come in. Anyone that would be anxious, anxiety was a big one after my children were born. Like I started to notice, is everyone like this? You know, that mother guilt came in. I'm like, is everyone like this? But I really feel other people's anxiety. Um, And, yeah, it's just any sort of emotion, so anxiety, stress, sadness. If people are in grief, I will feel my lungs are constricted. so uh, it was an innate quality that was didn't wasn't really appreciated until I learned how to manage it and now I'm I can use it as a gift in my sessions or with my spiritual mentor clients but outside of that I'm pretty well grounded mm-hmm. and in my body and um can access it as I need to rather than it overwhelming me and there's and I teach an energetic boundary course, and I've learned a lot through teaching that. So energetic boundaries is something that I hold really sacred. Um, and being an energy healer or medical intuitive or working with energy is very sacred to me, um, and I honour it. Mm. So what what made the switch over from when you were a child and you probably felt very different from everyone else around you, I would imagine. Uh, what was the, is there a particular moment, like an aha moment, that something that happened that then you began, began to see this is a gift that you had that you could actually work with? Yeah, it took me a long time. It took me until I was um, in my late 40s to really appreciate it. Um, it's probably only been the last three or four years that I'm empowered by it and I really wanted to um, stand in that empowerment and guide others to be empowered by this beautiful gift that we have. Um, I actually hit a wall in my with my health, which was a big wake-up call uh, and, um, yeah, I autoimmune disease I also broke um three bones in one year uh so I um I the universe has a way of waking you up right (laughs) so I um, (laughs) yeah so I woke um I slipped and fell 
and broke my arm um, in the December. And then I slipped and fell and broke my leg all on the right side in the July. And then I slipped and fell. Uh, no, I I dropped. Um, I was a Pilates instructor at the time and I dropped a Pilates piece of equipment on my second toe uh, six months after that. So in 12 months, I had broken three bones and I hit the wall and I had, because it was massively suppressed, all these gifts, um, and I had depression. Uh, yeah, and so I hit a wall then and um, haven't looked back. It's been an amazing journey. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you sharing that because I think um, oftentimes uh, we look at people who are successful and are just in their joy and aligned with their work and and we don't actually know the background of that. Like, you know, we don't know how that came about. And, and I want to talk about that. And I really appreciate that you did because I think the listeners, there are listeners that may be still in that place. They haven't quite aligned yet to their path and their joy. And, you know, I just want to send them a lot of inspiration and encouragement, um, that, you know, things can turn around and they will turn around. And I think the work that you're doing, Maria, is something that is really helping women to turn that around. Now, you said yeah, something. You. Yeah. And, and you say that, you know, that you're a true believer that if we can dream, we can achieve it. Oh, uh, 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 goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Did you get goosebumps? <laughs> I, I Absolutely. Did, yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. I think if it doesn't come into our consciousness, we can't attain it. It's nothing. We have to be. We almost, it's almost like a seed. And I know that the, the spiritual world talks about planting a seed. But if we don't plant those seeds and if we don't plant the thoughts, if we don't imagine, um, creative visualization is something that came late to my life. But I am enjoying that visualization of me actually being on the podium. Me, and I trained for a marathon last year. And I, the, every time I went out, I visualized me on that finish line. And guess what? I did get on that finish line. Woo, but, that's yeah, great. Thank you. And I, I truly believe in the ability to art for us as human beings, as a soul in a human body, to manifest anything we desire if we take consistent action towards that goal. Now, I'm not a, I'm Mother Earth Energy, so you have to do some work. It just doesn't manifest. So, what are the steps that you are going to take that is going to change your reality today to your expectations? So, what's the bridge? What sort of steps? Can you take what sort of steps are you capable? It's like that fire element. You know, how how are we going to raise that motivation to step outside of our comfort zone to, um, oh, my God, I've got to run 30K. What are you talking about? Oh, my God, I've got to run 42K. What What are you saying? But this is what I needed to do to finish a marathon. So, um or I'm going to run a workshop, or I'm going to run a retreat. They're all dreams of mine, and they're all they've all manifested, and it's pretty amazing. So I can really speak from experience. <laughs> yeah, and um, thank you for sharing that too, because um, I think that 
a lot of times, because we're not really taught this sort of thing in schools, um, I think a lot of times we have ideas. I know that we all have ideas. We're all creative beings. That's what I always say to everyone. You're a creative being. You're part of the universe. You're a child of God or the divine, whatever you want to call it. You're creative. And so we have these ideas, but the ideas alone um, are not going to create the success or, you know, um, manifest by themselves. It's like what you say. And I think it's really important to ask the questions like, what are the steps I can take today and, and do it in little small bits. And then before you know it, you're on the finish line. So I'm sure when you're training for a marathon for running, you don't just, you know, think, well, I'm going to run a marathon and then you enter and you start running. I mean, there's all the little steps that go into it that eventually lead to getting over the finish line. Um, a, a marathon is such a beautiful parallel to life mm. and entrepreneurship. It's like we can't show up tomorrow and sell out a 10,000-seat um, venue there's a building process towards it. We can't we can't show up tomorrow and sell out a circle of twelve people. We've got to have an audience. Um, we've got to have um, people have we 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 need to put our antenna up so that people can see what um, we're saying. So we need to show up consistently and often. And it's that building at the moment. I'm going into practice being an entrepreneur because if I practice, I don't need to be perfect. I just can practice and show <laughs> up. And practicing, I like to practice life. It's like, yeah, I'm going to practice. What can I do today and have some fun with it and joy? And, and the realness of that is you're showing up just as you are, no pretense, none of the facade, just being you and that's okay. And that's the gift, that's God's gift to the world is you being you. Mm. And you being you is an ever-evolving and changing you. It's not like we're these static beings and we might have core traits and personalities, but you know, we're not locked into this form that is, you know, we start off with, I mean, we're not the same people we were like a year ago or, you know, physically even. So, you know, I think it helps to think that we're these evolving forms of energy and that there's possibilities to grow and change. Yeah, absolutely. And there's sometimes there's a cost, there's a revolution to the evolution. But every time, every time I have a revolution, which I'll go, oh, my God, here it comes again. Now I know what what it feels like and I go, okay, it feels pretty agitated. It feels pretty, it does, oh, my goodness, it feels familiar. I like to stay there a little while and then I go, nope, that's not for me, create some fire energy and move on. Is it always that simple? Absolutely not. Do I know the steps? Yes. Can I embody the steps? It's And for me, it's a difference between intellectual, so thinking, and then embodying the process. Mm. So now in my life, there's self-care. I connect with people that I connect with. I don't, I don't force a connection. I just admire, like I admire people like everyone else, you know, like we all do. But it's like, if it's meant to be, I totally trust, and that comes back to intuition. Like I just totally trust the path, totally trust that I don't need a script, totally trust that I'll be divinely guided. 
like you said before we started, it's like that divine guidance. It's like, you know, what can I say today that's going to inspire me and inspire others in the process? So I'm I'm really inspired every day by the people that I meet, but I'm inspired by myself and the action I take and the steps I take and what I'm manifesting in life. It's pretty it's pretty amazing. Mm, let's talk about a little bit like what you're manifesting in life right now. I've um, I've been thinking about running retreats for a long time. So I held my first retreat, which sold out very quickly last Saturday, and I was just blown away. It was like, oh wow! I, you know, I have everything I need. I've been studying for so long. I've been on this path for a long time, and and it's all within. It just came so easily. And the next, I'm doing another one in February, and then I'll do another one in August, and that's all just coming together so beautifully and I have beautiful clients and I'm sold out my develop your intuition program and it's it's yeah like I sold three spots this morning at a networking event that I went to and it just and it was just me talking and someone in the audience said Marie, you brought me to tears. And I said, wow, okay. Um, What did I say? It's that divine guidance and that trust and just being present. And I'm so honored and humbled by that. And I'm doing the medical intuition too. And it's, yeah. And, and, you know, we think about what, what is this energy? What, what, um, should we continue? Are we in the right path? And we, like I do have uh, questions, but it just feels so aligned and they've all been answered. So thank you. Sometimes it's nice to step back and just have an appraisal. And I did that earlier this year and it just feels like you said, you know, we change and what we have to offer and it just feels changes and now it just feels so empowered. It just feels from a place of total alignment and being of service mm. and owning the wisdom over the years and the study and the experiences and willing to share that. Mm. I think what I'm hearing from you is that at some point we have everything we need and we just have to open up and be willing to step into that unknown and let let it be like a channel and let it flow through. And also what you said about, um, you know, not having to force things. I think that's a really important message that I, I believe we don't have to ever force things. It doesn't mean we don't effort or take actions, but the forcing part is a very different energy. And so to me, when I hear you speak and talk about what you're doing, what I hear is that you're stepping into your power. So it's really like power versus force. It's a very different energy. Oh, goosebumps. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's like, yes. And maybe the cost of wisdom is experience and age for me. And it's like, okay, now I own it. I own, I own it and I'm willing to share it and come along for a journey and be inspired by yourself that's what I want I guess I want that for my clients that they inspire themselves it's all about them what do they see in the mirror every day and how can they show up fully in their lives 
Mm. It's often what we see when we look in the mirror, to use that analogy, what we often see is just things that we've downloaded, which is conditioning and what we've been told. And actually, it's not the truth of who we are. And I think what you're saying is to question that to really look at yourself and, you know, question who is this person and what, you know, what is she doing? How does she light up? And Uh what is her role in the world that is going to, you know, serve her and inspire her? Yeah, absolutely. And it's about soul and spirit. Um, the soul lives in the body, the spirit lives outside of the body and it's our higher realm and it's like how do we connect, what's the bridge between our body and spirit and um, sure we can teach a whole lot of processes about that intellectually but it's when it lands, Mm. when it lands and the conduit is the heart space, you know, when it lands at zero point and we just feel connected and mm. the diamond within, we just find that diamond and we all have it. We all have it. It's just practice makes perfect. <laughs> mm. And I think that comes right back to what you said before that it's, you know, we can think, we can get information, we can keep overloading in that area, but it's when we drop into the body and use the word embody, and I think that's a really important point, and I, I've talked to a lot of women about this um, exact thing, is that when we're in the body fully, that's when the penny drops, that's when it happens. I, I You know, you can be in your head and you can understand all this stuff, but really getting into the the body and the heart space is when ah that's when it all just opens up the doors open and you have that sense of incredible knowing that is beyond the mind yeah it's that deep oh i'm just i'm just breathing that in those words of wisdom asia they were beautiful because that's exactly how i feel it's like when we actually feel into it and st- just it's that the feelings and feelings are for me they were suppressed for a long time and it's hard for me to articulate exactly in that moment what I'm feeling because I'm a deep processor it takes me a little while to actually identify what's happening so I sip I I do a lot of self-care now and it's that's that's um sort of igniting that passion of just being present and breathing and looking inside my body and seeing where it's landing, what is, what's happening. And the breath is a beautiful process. Mm, Thank you for sharing that because I think the word self-care, you know, it's out there a lot. Mm. And sometimes it just feels like, oh, another thing to do do but <laughs> yes I agree and I go what are they talking about I didn't even know what self-care was <laughs> but it's so busy yeah but and it's value it's a completely valid thing and I'm happy that it's out there but I I want to bust the myth that it's just another thing to do when self-care can be the most simple simple process that can be done in any moment throughout the day like you uh described just you know, being with yourself and taking a breath or just breathing for a few moments. I mean, that is incredible caring and recentering and re-embodying yourself into the present moment. Yeah. And like breathing is one and then grounding, just checking in with your feet. That brings us straight back to mother energy. And it's like, 
that's a simple process. I like simple. I don't like long-winded stuff and things that I don't understand. But it's like just come back to your feet, come back to your breath, come back to your heart space. Can you feel your heartbeat? Mm. Um, mm. Touch your, you know, touch the spirit finger, the third finger of your hand. You know, put pop, pop, um, pop yourself in that position where you're just um, feeling feeling the earth underneath you, having a moment of inspiration, looking at the sky. I find that when I'm really aligned, I can see colours so much more vibrantly and that's self-care to me. Um, Moving my body when it's feeling a little stuck, drinking water. It doesn't have to be a whole to-do. Like I was getting stuck in the to-do list too and I go, yeah, but what do I really want? I want to feel healthy. I want to feel energised. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel connected. And they're all things that I can do really simply. And that could be like patting my dog, uh, looking at my children really admiring what they're doing, having a look outside and looking outside and seeing the green, how green is it, really feeling the wind. I connect down at the beach too. I love going to the beach. Mm, those are all beautiful tips for um, everyone that, you know, the sim- I love the simplicity and um, I think that really connecting to the earth and the sky are the, the simplest things to do and it, it's like, I know that sometimes um, for a lot of people and a lot of women that there is this fear that we don't even realize it's there, a fear of really being in the body. And, you know, perhaps we've been through some trauma or something like that. And being in the body is a scary place. But I think the safest start is to really feel your feet, like go put your feet in the sand in the beach and just and just notice the sensations there. And those are the sort of safest ways to start to come back into your body and, and it is a, a practice of self-care and it's so simple. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, you know, there's so many more extensive processes that we can all um, go through, but Bring it back to what you can do. What What is the number one thing that you can do on a daily basis that is going to ignite some passion and compassion for yourself? Um, that's, you know, for me, it's gratitude. The first, uh, I wake up, three things I'm grateful for. It could be my bed, my husband, my dog. <laughs> you know, this really <laughs> sim- simple. Mm. My bed first, right? <laughs> After 33 years, you go, okay. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, I, yeah, I've sort of just worked out the, the simpler the things are, the better. Um, and it, they're just doable. We need doable things. We don't need to add things to our list. No, definitely not. And I think, you know, that goes um, also to, our definition of what success is. And, you know, we're on this treadmill, maybe, you know, especially women entrepreneurs, we're on a treadmill and, you know, we want to be successful, but then to just stop and ask, well, what is, what does that really mean? Because it's not one definition. It's an individual definition for everybody. And I think it's an important question of what that is. And maybe you can talk a little bit about, um, you know, the reframing of success and what that means. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that I did um, this year, actually. I actually looked at what 
And I've been to so, you know, like we all have probably and your listeners, you've been to so many personal development and you've had success micro, micro, like dissected into micro components and then how do you put that component to that? And then I just sat back and I go, what does, what is success for me? What do I really want to achieve? And then I went, oh, my goodness, I've achieved everything I want to achieve. <laughs> and that was a goosebump moment. Wow, I, I reckon. And when one of the things, like, it's, you know, all of the lifelong, um, yeah, every, every vision I've had has had has got a tick to it. Um, sure, I have dreams for the future, but I have achieved everything and from my heart space everything I've wanted to achieve. I have beautiful children. I have a beautiful home. I have a husband that I'm, you know, I met when I was a teenager and I'm still in in love with him with a passion. He's my soulmate and we've been together 33 years. I have two beautiful dogs. I just, uh, I have everything I need and I do what I love. I do what I love. I would do this every day, (laughs) every moment. So success And I was in a workshop a couple of years ago and she asked us, I was in a writing workshop and and this is over time. So I was in a workshop and she said, write your perfect day. So I wrote my perfect day and I look back and I go, oh my goodness, I have my perfect day every day. And that was a big aha moment. And it's, it's really seeing what you you've got in front of you and that was my aha moment is we have everything we need it's about putting a new lens on it Mm. and maybe it's not it's not what everyone else wants it's what I want I want a consistent um being supported being safe and I have that and I do what I love and I connect with people that I really like and and I love all my clients are my friends Oh, thank you so much, Maria. That is such wise wisdom and advice. I think what I'm hearing is that, you know, when we're thinking about what we want to achieve ahead of us, that sometimes just looking at, you know, the simple things that we feel are successful and just giving ourselves those ticks. Yeah, I want more kindness in my life. Well, yeah, a tick, I've got that. And I want, you know, friends that I can really talk with and yeah, I've got that. And just really reviewing all the things that we already have, that we already in so many ways have our success. I think that we lose sight of that because we always want to, we're always going to looking at what we don't have rather than what we do have. Yeah. And the big, the big, um, like there's been lots of, lots of beautiful moments, but when I looked at the word compassion, and I didn't quite understand what compassion was and how it actually played up in my life. And I thought, oh, I don't really understand the word compassion because we're not conditioned to be compassionate towards ourselves. We hear it a lot, but we don't embody it. And when I looked at the word, compassion is actually compass with an O-I-N on the end. And when we have compassion, we have direction. Beautiful. Love that. I often think of compassion too uh, uh, as something very simple. Um, Mm. Compassion is 
our capacity to be with. That's it, just to be with. So whatever's happening for us emotionally, mentally, physically, that compassion is our ability to just be with, not judging it, not trying to get rid of it, not trying to hold on to it. It's just being with and letting it flow. Yeah, that's so beautiful, Aisha. Mm. So we're just about out of time. So I wanted to ask you, do you have anything that you want to um, share with the audience about uh, how they can get in touch with you? Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, I have a website, www.mariaheels.com. I have a Facebook page. They can contact me on my Facebook page. They can PM me. They can email me at info at mariaheels.com. I'd love to hear from your listeners. So, um, yeah, the invitation is there. there. Let's connect. Yeah, and I will put the links of everything you just said on the show notes so people can go back to the show notes and the links will be there to be able to connect with Maria. And one last thing I want to ask you, Maria, if you were to hold the hands of one of our listeners, look them in the eye and give them just something that they can take away with today to help them to tune into and connect with their intuition or embody, be more embodied or practice self-care, whatever it is, just one last tip that you can give to them today to take away. I would take their hands in my hand and take a breath and really feel our energy connect because we're all the same. One of my favourite sayings is same, same but different. What she sees in me is in her And what I see in her is in me. Mm, I'm just feeling into that. I just feel like everything just went very, very deep and slowed down. So thank you so much, Maria, for being on the episode with me. I truly enjoyed it. I hope the listeners got lots out of it. I'm sure they did. And um, really grateful for you being here. Thank you so much for the opportunity to connect and um, yeah, the opportunity to connect, that's connect full stop because that's part of, that's who we are. I love connection. Yeah, me too. Thanks. And I'm so glad that we connected today. Me too. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on the episode with Maria Davis. She had lots of pearls of wisdom and um, I could have talked to her for another half hour, but I try to keep it to about a half hour for each episode, but I will have her back later on and we can talk a little bit more about her spiritual mentoring and um, I particularly like what she talked about, the revolution to evolution and and how that is part of the process. We're so afraid sometimes to um, step into that agitation that we feel. But instead of seeing it as a bad thing, if we look at it in a different way, that the agitation is what she calls like a washing machine. And we, you know, go through this sort of agitating um experience, but then we come out and we're cleansed and we can dry off in the sun, so to speak. And I think that's a lovely metaphor. So um, a beautiful episode, another brilliant misfit who has journeyed from dark to light and is really doing it her way and bringing forth her beautiful gifts into the world to help others. So until next week, be true to you and be brilliant. 
Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.